Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much has been a good week here? It is October 2nd, 1998. It is that? October. Is October the greatest month of the year? Do you think? Um, maybe. What do you think is the best month of the year? I don't know. I mean, like, I've always been partial to October for Halloween and because sure. I love the fall and haunted houses. and I like the spooky season. Yeah, all of that. And it's your birthday month, so that makes it awesome. It is my birthday month. But um, I also really like December. December. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> because of Christmas and New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I I think October probably is the best month. October also has Columbus Day. Who gives a shit about that? The celebration of the slaughter of uh, Indians all over the country. It's awful. Anyway, uh, speaking of slaughtering Native Americans, though, um, we watched 90210. (laughs) Yeah, because that's the same. I assume that uh, many Natives were slaughtered to... Uh, to settle Beverly County. Sure. Uh, anyway, so we did watch 90210. Lots of interesting storylines going on. Very. We've got a Kelly storyline. We've got a Brandon storyline. We've got a David storyline. We've got a David and Valerie storyline, kind of. At least a mini one. Mm-hmm. We've got a Steve storyline. We've got a Donna storyline. Everybody has a story. I know. Everyone's got everyone's got a little something going on. There's even a Noah thing. In this episode, Noah. Although I think his storyline is pretty much just Donna's storyline. Yeah, he, he coincides with Donna. Yeah. So Donna and her weird looking breasts. She did have weird looking breasts. I couldn't help but mention it. It's but, um, just, but it's because they're fake. I guess, but I mean, like, most of the time they look pretty good, but, like, the bra she was wearing and the shirt, it just, it was like this cavern. I don't think they ever look good. Really? Yeah. I I mean, I don't think she got a particularly good surgery, to tell you the truth. Hmm. She looks very, so, there's a ton of separation between her breasts. You can see a lot of, like, bone, almost, like... You know, like like b- collarbone area, right? Okay. Um, decolletage. Yeah, the breastbone and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can see a lot of that because she's so thin, mm-hmm. and it just it never looks right. Yeah, I guess she usually wears shirts that cover it, though. I think that was the problem. Is just she was showing cleavage, and cleavage does not work for her. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. Sorry, Tori Spelling. <laughs> you should have. Waited until <laughs> surgeons learned more about how to do it better. Interesting. Don't you think? I mean, I think, I feel like now they do a better job than they did when she got her breasts done. And maybe in the future, they'll be able to do even a better job. So you really think, what, it was like eight to ten years ago that she got a boob job? You really think that it's advanced that much? Yeah. Eh. I mean, I don't know. I don't really keep up with plastic surgery, but that seems to be what happens with plastic surgery. 
Like the facelifts they do now or the techniques and stuff they use are better than the techniques they use like 15 well, years sure. ago. Well, sure. I mean, things are always improving. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. She should have waited. She got it when she was like 18. Yeah. And she should have waited. But she's like, Donna's like all about uh, the Christmas season, which is weird because she's Jewish. Isn't she Jewish? I made the joke that she's Jewish. I don't think her character, because Tori Spelling is literally Jewish. Oh. I don't know if her character is supposed to be Jewish. I don't think so. They're Christian. Oh. Yeah, she wears a cross and shit. Oh, yeah. That's why she doesn't, uh, that's why she didn't want to have premarital sex. Right, okay. Whole Christian thing. So they're, yeah, they're Christian. Uh, Christmas has always been her, like, favorite holiday. And her birthday is on Christmas or around Christmas? I don't remember. I think it's on or the day before. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, she she gets, like, completely disgusted and disillusioned by Noah because he doesn't celebrate Christmas. Right. Which is weird. Like, I don't know she's why she's being, so... Yeah, she's being really weird about the whole situation. Yeah. She's just very emotionally invested in the fact that he should also, you know, celebrate Christmas. And Everyone needs to be like me. She's kind of being controlling. Yeah. I don't love it. Because she's like, "Why? oh, oh you're not coming to Brandon's? Uh, Brandon's having a big Christmas bash or whatever. He's like, yeah, I just ruined people's Christmas time or whatever. I'm a downer, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, apparently his, you know, family is just a bunch of rich asshole drunks and yeah. they don't really celebrate Christmas aside from with alcohol. So Exactly. He's not into it. They celebrate uh, April 15th. <laughs> Tax day. Sure. So they get into a big fight mm. about the holiday thing. And then she sees that he has a stripper at the after dark well, dressed in a Santa suit. You're jumping ahead a little bit, but yes. I, okay, I'm sorry. Would you like to take us, uh, meander us over there? Cause... Well, no, so... So, uh, what's his name? Zach, mm-hmm. Carly's the child, Carly's yeah. little boy, uh, his friend, worst actor on the show, has told him another little boy has told him that Santa Claus isn't real because his older brother said Santa Claus isn't real. Right. And for all the kids listening out there, I, he's obviously lying. Of course, Santa Claus is real. But you know these nasty rumors get started. But he goes, uh, he's like, yes, ah, yeah, and he's like. He he's such an like a fucking moron, <laughs> and Zach thinks that Santa Claus is not real now. So, in an effort to prove he is real, Car or not Carly, uh, Donna's like, "Hey, there's a Santa Claus right next door at the After Dark. I saw. Let's go see." And they go and see, and there's all these fucking creepy looking men in the middle of the day at at a two p.m. sitting around in front of. Santa Claus sitting on a Santa Claus chair, and then all of a sudden, brown, and, and like she jumps up and just rips off all of her Santa outfit, mm-hmm. and it's a, a stripper in a bikini, and he's like, Santa lost his guts. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. So so Donna's pissed off about that. I have something to, before you go into the plot, though. I can see you wanting to rush through to to explain to the folks. At home, everything that's going on. I want to talk about this, though. What fucking group of perverts has a fantasy of like, yeah, we want to see a stripper, but we want to dress as Santa Claus first. <laughs> and that's, it- our, that's our Christmas wish. Santa to get naked. 
Isn't it like Christmas Eve too? I don't know. It's some yeah. It's near Christmas. I mean, no, Christmas Eve's when the party happens. I think mm-hmm. it's the day before. But yeah, I mean, it just seems like there should be other things that they should be doing at this time besides deciding to watch us. <laughs> why? Why gave me like that? <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going with this. Like your biggest, your biggest complaint is they should be managing their time better. Like what the fuck? They should be Christmas shopping or having a holiday party. Maybe they got all their Christmas shopping done. <laughs> or baking cookies. <laughs> Wrapping presents. <laughs> oh my god. There are so many Christmas related activities that don't involve strippers. I'm just Well, saying. yeah, of course there are. <laughs> that doesn't address my points though. <laughs> As to how how there is possibly 20 fucking <laughs> perverted guys out there that all agreed to get a Santa-themed stripper. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. I wonder if she had them come sit on her lap. I mean, the tooth fairy I could see more. Why? Because, you know, the fairy wings and stuff. I mean, I... Oh, is that your kink now? <laughs> yes. You want, you want wings in the bedroom? I want you to dress bedroom? up like a tooth fairy. Okay. And have a pair of pliers. Oh, God. Pull my teeth out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's fucked. <laughs> but like, I'm, you know, what the fuck? I could see that being a female fantasy. Maybe. Uh, a male stripper stripping a Santa Claus. I don't know. Male strippers are never hot. No? No. Interesting. I don't know. It's just like dudes who decide to be strippers Mm -hmm. are almost always gay sure and so even if you think they look hot Mm -hmm. you know you're not having sex with them okay (laughs) so how many strippers have you seen that you were like oh can't have sex with him well none (laughs) i'm basing this on television oh oh, okay (laughs) you're basing it on television yeah (laughs) Yeah. and you think they're all gay yeah okay I've just I've never been to a to a uh, female strip club, I guess, or a fe- what, it, what? How do you say it? Male strip club. A male strip club. I've never been to a male strip club. Okay. I've been to a female strip club. Good for you. <laughs> They're hot. Excellent. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Kids listening at home. <laughs> That's what we call jackpot. What? That you want to go to a, a female strip club. Uh. Anyway, um, so Santa Claus is real, and so are dreams. <laughs> um, so what was Donna's storyline? That's what we were on. So then she gets all, she, she's talking in the club and everything, and she gets all pissed off and jealous that Valerie's there. But Valerie works there. Yeah, but she's mad about it. She's she's a like weird. she's like you're working with Valerie, and this is what happened with David. How is this what happened with David? Because he listened to Valerie, and then they dated, and I don't know. I don't. I don't really understand like the issue. Like <clears throat> David, David and lied Valerie. About me. David lied to me about things, too, and that's what you're doing. He's that I got. But, I mean, like, David and Valerie's relationship existed very separately from his relationship with Donna. It didn't overlap. It didn't cause an issue. Like, I don't... I agree. 
I don't know why she has so much problem with her I, in that respect. Yeah, I don't either. She has plenty of reason to be upset with her about other things. She's like, being completely irrational, though. She is this whole episode. Time. Yeah, and, like, she's, like, being controlling, and then, like, at the very end, she decorates Noah's whole, like, houseboat in Christmas stuff. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I guess I, you know, I'm not really into, you know, singing carols, but I can hum a few bars. Like, yeah. why, why do you got to give up who you are for her? Yeah, exactly. And she's like, look what I did for you. This nice thing I did for you. But it's stuff not for I him. like. It's not for him. I know, but that's what she's acting like. And, like, if he has, like, traumatic childhood Christmas memories, maybe, you know, Seriously. it's not nice to decorate it and throw it in his face. Maybe he was uh, the brother of Phoebe Cates. Who? And their dad died uh, coming down the chimney. Aw. <laughs> Broke his neck. That's awful. Dressed as Santa. The fuck? Why are you... You don't remember that from Gremlins? No. When Phoebe Cates uh, grinds the movie to a halt to tell the story about how her dad died during Christmas? Yeah, I do kind of remember now. What adult man is like, let me just jump down the chimney here. A very drunk one. What an idiot. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so that's kind of Donna's storyline. She makes up with Noah, and then she says to Noah and David and Valerie... We've had such a wonderful time this, this past year. I hope we have some more. And she hugs Valerie and stuff, and it's like, why yeah. are you being a fake bitch? No, no. Because, like, I don't believe that, oh, everything's fine now. Because it's Christmas year. I feel like it's fine now, but it's not. Like, nothing changed. Yeah, it's not going to be fine. She's stupid. <laughs> but I'll tell you what is going to be fine, maybe. Mm-hmm. David and Valerie and their relationship. Yeah, because well. Because this is a very minor part of the storyline. But... During the episode, every scene they're in together, Valerie's kind of like, looks like she's mooning over him. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he's working at the car wash. At one point, she brings him lunch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, who's fucking watching this? Like, why are we, why are you here pretending this? And she's like, no, I just know you're working. And you don't have a lot of money right now. And I just want to do something nice for you. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. So I kind of thought she was like being manipulative and, you know, had something up her sleeve because that's always what she's doing. Uh But then at the end of the episode, uh, they actually kiss. And I think that it's there. And honestly, like, I would like them to be together. I think they have good chemistry. Yeah. And they kind of are better people when they're together. Yes. I do think they make each other better. I agree. And they don't have unrealistic pie-eyed expectations of each other either. No. And she's got what she wants professionally. She's bringing money in. She has an income, and you know she's she's doing the club and everything. So mm-hmm. she's got what she wants there. And her goal is eventually to get the club back. And David wants the club really. He just doesn't want it from Noah. So yeah, you know the main together could work out really well for him. Yeah, he could fuck for it. <laughs> Pay for it with your penis, David. Exactly. Um, but. The other thing that he's using his penis for in this episode is to help a gay man. No, he is not. Well, he's helping a gay man. He's helping a gay man, but not with his penis, you freak. (laughs) So I think that it started on the last episode where he's working with a gay teenager who had been kicked out of his parents' house. Correct. And so this whole episode, he's like trying to be supportive and helpful with this guy and um, this kid is super depressed and 
David just starts, I don't know, controlling the whole situation, which is, you know, what he does. I don't know. Yeah, all these white people want to fucking save the world. It's so weird. Yeah. All these straight white people. We're <laughs> well, going to make everything better for everyone. He goes to the guy's house and is, like, talking to his parents, like, multiple different times. And it's like, why do you feel like that's your place? You don't and even every, know them. Every time he talks to them, they're like, fuck off. Go to hell. The dad is, anyway. Yeah. I mean, the mom, like, obviously is at least conflicted. Like, she cares about her son. Yeah. I still think she's a shitty mom. Well, I agree. They're but parents. she at least seems like she doesn't like what's happening. Where her husband's just like, I don't give a shit. But he's the kid sleeping in the car wash mm-hmm. at night and everything. And so then, like, he he goes to give his parents Christmas gifts. And the mom's like, no, fuck, I don't want them. You know, leave. Oh, she says your dad won't want these. But he's like, t- like David was like, why are you even giving them presents? Like, mm-hmm. they've treated you like shit. And he's like, well, you know, I know my mom would really like this. And I know my dad would really like this. And I made that. He made one of the gifts. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like these really, like, heartfelt things. And she just won't accept them. So he just leaves them on the lawn and then runs off. Um, and then... The next day, he's talking to David, and he's like, yeah, I, I talked to my aunt and uncle, and they're going to take me in, and it's all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be gone tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> getting on a bus. And David's smart. David's smart enough to see through it. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he had a friend that killed himself accidentally. Yeah. But with that gun, playing with a gun. And he tried to kill himself, and Valerie tried to kill herself. Valerie's father killed himself. Yeah. David's familiar with suicide. Right. His mom. I mean, look at where he comes from. So. Actually, Valerie's mom didn't kill himself, though, remember? Dad. Dad. Didn't the one guy kill him? Or Valerie killed him? Something? What happened? I don't remember. I, I thought he killed himself. Something bad. Ca- oh, no, that's right. He got uh, told off about molesting her and everything. That's why he killed himself. Yeah, he, he still killed himself. He's just also a fucking child molester. Good for him. Uh, okay, now I'm completely derailed. So he goes back to the thing after hours. So the car wash. And the dudes, gay dudes sitting there. And he's like, you know, I was thinking about it, and I don't think you're going to see your aunt and uncle. Right. And he's like, uh, you said I was the only one who was cool with you coming out. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, what do you got? Where is it? Got a gun, pills, what right. you going to do? <laughs> like, he knew. And he had a razor blade. Yeah. So David drove around with him and wanted to take him to the hospital, but the kid wouldn't go to the hospital, so he brought him to Brandon's house, and he slept on the couch. Yep. I think that was dumb. Make him go to the hospital. That kid is tiny. David could carry him into the hospital. Seriously. Like, <laughs> Put him in his pocket. Right? But, I mean, like, a lot of people don't want to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. There's, like, legal paperwork that can be completed to make them go to the hospital. Sure. Like, he was going to fucking kill himself. So then the next day he's trying to leave. Mm-hmm. And Valerie has a scene with him where she basically, like, saves him, too. She's like, you know that... David will be there for you, and, you know, he's not going anywhere, and blah, blah, blah. And she, you know, you can tell in that scene, too, that she really, like, yeah. cares about David and is impressed by David's him. David's a great guy, and is a fantastic penis, too. <laughs> he must. Because <clears throat> um, he doesn't even have money, and she wants him. <laughs> right, seriously. So she convinces him to stay, and then at the Christmas party, 
Brandon shows up late and is like, uh, yeah, I was taking care of something. He's like, yeah, it's taken care of or whatever. I don't think that Brandon went and got his parents. I think Brandon... You don't think Brandon went over there and like gave them a brain parasite or something? No. Because it's the only explanation for the like the 180 turnaround. Okay. Earlier that same day, mm-hmm. David had gone over there and <laughs> talked to them and told them your son was going to kill himself. Yeah, he yelled you, at them. You either can have a gay son or a dead son. Those are your choices. And he gave the mom the address where he where he's like, this is where you can find your son. So I feel like they mulled over what they were told and decided, you know what? We do want a gay son instead of a dead son. And they I came guess. to get him. It seems like such a vast turnaround, though. I, I mean, I guess, I mean, I think they're, first of all, these are fictional people. Yeah. They came out of the writer's room, not the real world. So, I mean, you got to go with that. But, I mean, they made that dad into a monster. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly he's like, I'll try. I'll try to be better. Yeah. He's like, the kid made a really good point, too. He's like, what, it's Christmas, but, you know, I'm still going to be gay after the holidays. And Dad's like, damn, it's really? (laughs) But I'm wishing to Santa. And he's like, I know, I know. Like, he's just acting like, I get it, I get it. But, like, do you? We'll never see that kid again because he will kill himself. (laughs) We'll never see him again because he'll end up in the desert with all of Brandon's uh, ex-lovers. Wow, really? (laughs) Thrown on the pile. I guess. Um, but no, I don't, I think what Brandon was taking care of was Kelly's issue. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think so. You don't think that he went, okay, I mean, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit by saying this, but I feel like he went and go, punched that doctor. No. We'd see that. They wouldn't do that off screen. Are no. you sure? Yes. There's I'm, no way. That's why I was like, is it the police? Because I was like, he probably wouldn't beat the fuck out of him when the police are No, I don't think so. I don't think that's what it was. Mm. Maybe he was helping Steve with Steve's thing because he said to Steve, "Yeah, it's taken care of." Mm. <coughs> Not Maybe I don't know. Yeah, they should have told us what he was doing. It was weird. Oh well, yeah, it was completely weird. But you want to talk about Kelly's storyline? Sure. So this asshole doctor Manahan Monahan. <laughs> what? It's obviously Monahan. When has it ever been Manahan? Manhands. <laughs> I don't know. Manhandle Kelly is his name. So he's getting an award. He's getting recognized by this foundation. Fastest fingers west of the Mississippi Awards. Oh, my God. And um, they make Kelly give him the award. They make Kelly make the announcement, the introduction, whatever, about what a great dude like, he Kelly, is. Kelly, put the award in your bra and have him fish it out. <laughs> And, like, she's uncomfortable. You can tell she's uncomfortable. They don't care. They're still making her do it. Yep. And I thought it was kind of fucked up that she gets up there. She says a speech about how great he is. And when she's done, Brandon's like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Why? Because she didn't didn't go up there and be like, hey, this guy's a monster. Right, because, like, she was a good girl and she ate shit. Like, I mean. Exactly. No, that's not. I was not proud of her in that moment. Like, I, I felt like. That shouldn't have happened. I wanted her to badmouth him. I didn't want that either because that would be inappropriate and unprofessional in that situation. I wanted it though. But I feel like she probably should have refused. But she didn't. No, she ate shit, like you said. And then the doctor cornered her in a room Mm -hmm. and said, and just kissed her. And then he's like, thank you for all your kind words. Thanks for the kind words. Like, it got me hard. What an asshole. So 
she's like, Brandon, we got to go. She and, and she told him what happened. And Brandon's like, where is he? Yeah, like like he's going to go beat him up. What? Yeah, Brandon <laughs> would never do something that cool. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's not acting like himself, that's for sure. Yeah, but he wouldn't do something that cool. I mean, what he's doing is not cool. So he just stares him down before he walks out the door. That was yeah. it. And then Kelly goes to her, whatever, the, the head of the Wyatt Foundation, and she's like, yeah, that's what happened. And she goes, oh, well, you can't say anything, though, because it'll be your word against his, and then it'll go on your record. And next time, it's be like it's going to look like, oh, you're a woman fresh out of college, and you accuse the first man you work with of sexual harassment. No man's going to want to hire you. Yeah, that was awful. Maybe that's true. But it's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it is. Did Anita Hill mean nothing? Probably not. She didn't. No, she meant nothing. Clarence Thomas still got to be on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Fucking sexual harassing asshole. I mean, unfortunately, that's the way it is, though. Like, it's usually not worth it for a woman to report it because nothing happens. Yeah. And then when it takes years for them to report it, then people are like, well, why didn't you, boy, you waited a long time. That's suspicious. Yeah. So I don't think she's going to do anything. I think she's just going to leave quietly. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think something's going to happen. He has to get his comeuppance. I think his uppance will come. You think? Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing that happened in this episode. Well, are we there? I guess not. Steve. Okay. Steve, like, gets a fort. For for the kid. Yeah. Yeah, Steve's trying to, like, prove that Christmas is still good, Santa still exists, all that shit. Yeah. Nat shows up dressed as Santa to the party, and, um, yeah, he built the kid a fort in the backyard and mm-hmm. had Christmas lights on it. And Now, is that his house? It's Bran- I thought it was Brandon's house. That's what I thought, too. Like, why are you building a fort for the kid in your backyard? That's a really good question. I, I assumed that was the kid's backyard, but you're right. They were at Brandon's house. Yeah. Weird. But then the kid uh, sees a... It's, it's weird, right? It's like you're building it for yourself, really. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So then the kid sees a drunk Italian man wandering around. <laughs> Talking to himself. In a, in a Santa outfit. And he's like, Santa's real. <laughs> Santa's real and he's greasy. Hmm. But, yeah. So no he's very excited that Santa is real. That's really all that goes on with uh, Steve. Yeah. Yep. You got it. Yeah, we're there. Okay, so Brandon. Itching to talk about I this. am. This is what I've been waiting all day to talk about. This is the central storyline of the episode, <clears throat> I would say. So the fucking bitch reporter. Yeah, has, it's all her fault. Yes, it is. Has <laughs> told Brandon that her email isn't working. Yeah, like, what the fuck? So he, How does email break? He needs to come to her house. The internet's broken, Brandon. <laughs> to get the story. Well, at first, too, they're in their show. The, the very first thing that happens in the episode is Kelly and her are oh, going yeah. over dinner menus. And he comes in, and he's like, oh, hello. And she's like, yeah, you weren't at the, uh, the whatever, your shipyard. That uh, you do new, a newspaper and you know how it looks like a ship? Um, sure. And the building looks like a, a boat. Kind of. And she's like, so I took the initiative and invited her to dinner. 
And Brandon's like, oh, cool. David, join us for dinner. And he's like, no, no, it's all right. And he's like, David, you have to join us for dinner. Yeah, David's like running away from me. He's chasing him upstairs. And he's like, man, I don't have any money. <laughs> and Brandon's like, it's my treat. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to be alone with these two women. Um, so he goes downstairs and they start talking. And the chick, the reporter, starts like squeezing his leg under the table. Yeah, she must really get off on this. Yeah. Like the fact that he has a girlfriend and she's stealing him from her. Wouldn't you, though? No. Wouldn't that fill you with power? No. All right. It would fill me with shame. Aw. She should be ashamed of herself. Okay. (laughs) She's the only one doing anything wrong in this situation. I agree. She Um, is pursuing him very actively, and he is not pursuing her. Okay. He's not. He's not instigating this shit. So, anyway, broken email, which is something that he totally believes and comes over to her apartment. Yeah. He, he, there's no way he could have believed that. If a fucking woman is like, it's like, oh, my email doesn't work. You're going to have to come over here. I'll be like, yeah, nice try, whore. (laughs) Wow. I'm not a, uh, I'm not an idiot, you know? I guess, yeah. But uh, he shows up. Yeah, and then they kiss very passionately, and then... And then they're in bed together. And then they have sex. He cheats on Kelly. Uh, Full-on cheating, filmed, no ambiguity, no what did you do with Emily Valentine, did something (laughs) happen, did something not happen, we're going to talk about it. Unambiguously, he had sex with her. Yep, he did. And I was rooting for it the whole time. Yeah, he was literally like cheering while it was happening. I don't understand what the fuck was going on with you. I love it. Why? Because Brandon's such a, you know, golden boy. And now he's in the mud. Why do you want him in the mud? Because he's no better than anyone else. Okay, I mean, like, you sound like you're, like, wanting him to relate to men, and, like, you don't relate to men like that. You don't cheat. You're not that kind of asshole. What are you talking about? You're not an asshole. Okay. So why do you want... What are you talking about? Relate to men? What does that mean? I mean, it's just, like, cheering on the the guy cheating is not something that I would expect from you, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I want him sullied. But it doesn't make any sense. He is looked upon as, like, just better than everyone else. And now everyone's like, oh, he's not. But nobody else knows anyway. He's not, but the, the viewing public. All right. They're like, oh, he's not better than anyone else. Jason Priestley's a dog like everyone else in the world. So here's a question. Yeah. Do you think that he's going to end up leaving he's Kelly? He's going. <laughs> you think he's going to leave Kelly? Um, no, I don't. Do you think he's going to tell her? I hope not. Wow. You wanted to remain a secret from her for the rest of the show. Yep. That would be interesting. I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be a very interesting choice. Well, the reason I agree I don't think it's going to happen is I think the woman's going to tell. Well, yeah, something's going to happen with her. I mean, she has to leave the show for some reason. And that's what's going to happen is that all this shit's going to come out. Um, but like I said, I, I think it would be a more interesting idea if he never said anything to her. Yeah. 
if he just strangled the other one to death. <laughs> Put her in the pile. Exactly. So she actually shows up at work the next day and is like putting her arms around him and like being all like yeah. flirty and shit. And he's like, yeah, I didn't know how bad this was going to feel. So I don't want to do this anymore. And she's all pissed off. She's like, so you, you wish you'd never done it. And he's like, yeah, basically. And she's like, I, I bought this gift for you. And she throws it at him or whatever. So like, what did she think is going to happen? Did she think she was actually going to steal him? Yeah, I think so. Well, that was stupid. I wonder if she feels used. I mean, she really put herself there for the using. I, she said to him, my wrist hurts today. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, she said it, he hurt her with the watch. Yeah, I don't know what that means. And then she bought him a new watch. Yeah, but he doesn't know that yet. Yeah, but I'm just wondering what the fuck happened to the, with this watch. He was wrist deep. In. Oh, my God. That watch didn't feel good against my cervix. That's disgusting. And she said he hurt her wrist, not her fucking vagina. Yeah, freak. Well, how did he hurt her wrist with his watch? Maybe he, he was banging like, his fucking wrist against her wrist. Maybe he was holding her hand down or something and like, you know, hurt her with the force of the watch or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. What? Do you think? Uh, do you think that uh, Brandon can throw down like that? I don't know about that. I don't know. It looked like there was a rundown. Not that. Not that much. Um, Enough that she has a sex injury. I guess. But anyway, so uh, yeah, she storms off, and Brandon's like, mm, "I'm sad that I had sex." Wasn't sad that night. No. Well, actually, he was sad immediately after because he went he went home and like Kelly's there by the tree and you know I'm like, so sorry I'm late. Yeah, and he's like, no, I'm really sorry. Yeah, she's like, Brandon, why do you smell like astroglide? I was honestly thinking that it was kind of stupid of him to be holding her because yeah. like you could totally smell like this woman's perfume or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent sure. But you know, he's not he's not a pro. No. He doesn't know how to cheat. Exactly. Like, yeah, not like you. <laughs> um, I would never. But anyway, so, yeah, the, and that's the thing. Like, if he murdered this woman, like, if he strangled her to death or whatever, or killed her. To With get, the watch. Yeah. yeah, to get, sure, to get rid of the evidence. <laughs> um, I would also cheer that. And not because I love murder, but for the same reason that I cheered the cheating. Because it's something interesting happening on the show it's uh, i was gonna say something real but it's not it's obviously i mean cheating's real but like it's not real it's all fake but it's something interesting it's not the sanitized like oh brandon wants to cheat but oh he yearns in his heart but he's gonna he's gonna restrain himself because he's such a good boy like that's the 90210 way to do things that's what the these past eight seasons that's what they've gotten us used to. The like the PG the PG version of a soap opera. Okay. That, that's what this show has been. This was the real deal. The actual soap opera shit. Yeah. Like an actual interesting thing happened. Brandon fucking cheated on Kelly, had sex with this woman. Something real happened. <clears throat> and if he murdered her because of it. That would also be something real that happens. And he told the woman 
that he is in love with Kelly. I'm yeah. sorry, but I'm in love with Kelly. And she's uh-huh. like, then why did you do it? And he says, I don't know. Yeah. And I said it's a real uh, have your cake and eat it too situation. Because it's like he wanted to experience it, sate his curiosity of what it would be like to sleep with somebody else, what it would be like to sleep with her and everything. But he also wants to now take it back. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't live with not doing it, but now he can't live with doing it. Well, he doesn't want to continue doing it. Yeah. I, I do feel like there's a difference between like if he'd continued having an affair or having this one isolated incident. Like I feel like Kelly might, might forgive one (coughs) incident and not forgive like a whole affair. Would you? We've already had this conversation and we don't need to have this conversation now. I get one free, no, I get one you free don't. shot, everybody. Okay. 10 years ago, maybe. Just, just not know. anymore. 10 years ago. God. What were we like? Infants then? <laughs> <laughs> or a different age? Mm-hmm. We started the show five years ago and we were dating, I don't know, a couple of years before that. So when we started dating, maybe, but not now. No. Come on. I don't get my one free shot anymore. Nope. I I no longer feel like sharing. But you said. Oh, I lied. You said I could have one time and you'd forgive me. Yeah, not anymore. Ah. <laughs> Poor baby. Yeah. Well, if anyone wants to try their one time, Carol. Tell hey, them, now. Tell them where where they can write. I don't know if I want to now. <coughs> Late Fee 1994 at AOL.com. Yeah. Or you can check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Uh-huh. And please share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.